yes, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Facts versus Rhetoric. Thank you very much for joining us today, and I'd like to thank everyone again who listened to my grandfather's journey through World War II. And I'd also like to welcome any new listeners who are curious enough to continue. So for that, thank you very much. The goal of this podcast is not to convince you what I think, rather to convince you to think for yourself. As long as you come up with your own opinions and thoughts, rather than repeating the talking points from your team, I feel like we will be better off. And I've been working on a toolkit, which I use on a daily basis. Number one, think for yourself. Do what's best for you first. You only have one life and you should use it to find your purpose and what makes you happy. That doesn't mean you need to be a selfish asshole, but it does mean you don't do something for someone else at your own expense unless you want to. We've talked a lot about altruism on this podcast. Voluntary altruism is great. It's what makes us human. We are inherently good as people. We want to help. So if you're inclined and you have the means and you have the time, go for it. Put someone else's needs ahead of yours and sacrifice so they can benefit. That is all good. Where you lose me is the forced altruism. You have to do something for someone else regardless if you want to or not, or regardless if you have the means, or regardless if you have the time, or regardless of any risk you incur. We have covered numerous horrific historical examples throughout history where the root cause of millions of deaths and immense human suffering was self-sacrificing for the greater good. The problem is no one benefits from this other than the people in charge telling you to sacrifice for your neighbor. Eventually, you end up self-sacrificing yourself and you never see any benefit from all of your altruistic things you did for other people. So thinking for yourself and putting yourself first guards against giving up your liberty, freedom, and pursuit of happiness for the greater good. Number two is to be critical. You cannot blindly accept what people tell you and believe it without question. Back in the 1500s, there was a lot of people who did this. They just believed in shit without any evidence, without any questioning. And the more strongly they believed, the better person you were, right? There's a reason that period of time is referred to as the Dark Ages. And fast forward 700 plus years, we're right back in the same boat. People are blindly following those in power without question. And with the technology today, it's even harder to notice it's happening. The narratives are on repeat and they're amplified to just subconsciously influence your perception. They call themselves influencers online, right? This, this isn't a secret, but when your perception is influenced subconsciously, you think you arrive at that belief organically, that it's your own then that perception that's been planted in your brain influences your actions. And no one likes being taken advantage of or lied to, right? We exercise critical thought to avoid this on a daily basis. Take your email, for example. I'm just gonna look at my email. Say goodbye to reading glasses with flex focus. Reverse fatty liver use and 60 second morning ritual. Any man can last 2.5 hours in bed by doing this. Hey, FC1854 at Yahoo, Kohl's has one package awaiting delivery for you. We just need to know where to send it. Now, hopefully, not one of you would click on any of those emails. And it's not because you don't want to see better or have less visceral fatter on your liver or last more than five minutes in bed or because you don't want your missing package from Kohl's. 
You just thought critically about whether or not those emails were legit. Can flex focus replace reading glasses? Well, probably not. If they could, you would have heard it discussed everywhere you went. 34.5 million people in this country use reading glasses. That's over 13% of our population. If flex focus replaced reading glasses, when I Googled how many people use reading glasses, it would have said none. It would have said 34.5 million people used to wear them, but thanks to flex focus, now they're obsolete. So we do have the ability to be critical. We just need to apply it to everything. And the same with number three, be skeptical. We all have the ability to be skeptical. Be critical, be skeptical. They go hand in hand. Again, we are skeptical on certain things on a daily basis. Is there really a package with my name on it at Kohl's? They just need my address? Uh, no, they don't even know who I am. How do they know I'm missing a package? Right? Just apply the skepticism to everything. Make them prove it. Ask questions. The truth does not mind being questioned. A lie does. Asking people questions on a topic that they are using to get something from you, whether it's your time, money, support, whatever that is, asking them questions is the easiest way to vet the source. Sir, would you like to round up your purchase and donate to the National Association for Ugly Infants? How does my donation help that? Well, it goes to help the ugly infants. Okay, established. How does money help them? Well, I'm not sure. What percentage of my money goes to the ugly infants? And what percentage of my money goes towards the administration? No, I'm not sure. Do you contribute your money from your paycheck to help the ugly infants association? No. Then why are you asking me to support a cause that you don't even support? Because I was told to ask. Now you might say, Nick, you don't have to be a dick about it. And I'm not. You hate being asked for money just as much as I do. You don't want to be judged by the cashier. You know, this a-hole wouldn't even give up 63 cents to help the ugly infants. Right? They keep asking because we keep rounding up or politely declining without asking some basic questions. Be skeptical about everything. And when they get mad because you ask questions, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. And the burden of proof for them should go way, way up. Number four, don't comply in advance. Don't give up your rights because you think it will prevent further losses of even more rights. Your rights are absolute and they need to be constantly defended. And lastly, in my toolkit is never go along with a bad idea based on a falsehood because the only thing that can result downstream of that is human suffering. If they had to lie to you to get you on board to go along with whatever their plan is, that's what makes it a bad idea. Because if they told you the truth, you wouldn't go along. That lie will cause suffering for everyone, not just the people who went along with it. So that's it. That's what I am about at this stage in my life. Helping people think for themselves. Hopefully spark some curiosity to look into things for yourself. And before you go on thinking, oh, how virtuous and selfless that is, let me be 100% transparent with you. I am doing this because I have a 13 and 15 year old daughter who will have to live in this world long after I'm gone. So selfishly, I want them to be afforded their birthrights of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. It is my job 
to prepare them for the real world as their parent, to give them the tools to navigate the world. But it is all of our responsibilities to protect those birthrights for everyone and everyone's kid. I've said a hundred times on this podcast, if it was just me, I would not give a shit. I would not devote my time, my energy, my money, my resources to help people not get taken advantage of, right? I'll be fine, okay? No matter what happens, I'm good. But it's not about me anymore because whatever world we create, our children will have to live in it. I don't want my kids living in a country where there is overt censorship of dissenting points of view of whatever accepted narrative there is. I don't want my kids living in a country where they don't have choices. Choices equal freedom. The more choices you have, the more freedom you have. Does that make sense? And you might be saying to yourself, why should I listen to this podcast, Nick? That's a great freaking question. Hey, good job exercising some critical thought. I would say the service I am providing is that I am offering you a different way to look at very important topics that affect us all. I'm not advocating for you to think a certain way, agree with a certain ideology, or to send me fucking money. This is a free service because I look at it like it's an investment in my kid's future. Some of you have college funds. Some of us have podcasts. There is no right answer. There is what is right for you. I never judge anyone's decisions if they made up their own mind, if they exercise critical thought, if they're skeptical about everything. But warning, if you blindly follow without question or parrot talking points that aren't your own, I am going to make it uncomfortable for you. And my challenge to you is to use that anger I elicit as a warning that there may be something that needs some attention. Your brain will protect you from ideas that compete with a strongly held belief you already have. It's called cognitive dissidence. Our brains are amazing. They protect us. But sometimes that protection prevents us from seeing what is right in front of our face. So when you say, fuck you, Nick, while you're listening to this, maybe go back and listen to that part again and try to drill down into what's really causing the anger. It's probably not me. And it might be me, but it's probably not. Lastly, you may be saying, what gives this jack wagon the right to lecture us? What the hell can I possibly learn from a freaking C student, public high school graduate, college dropout? Another great question. Hey, you're really good at this questioning thing. Well, to get the answer to that question, I suggest you listen to the next episode because that is the topic of discussion. We are going to look at intellectuals. We're going to look at experts and we're going to look at the elites. We're going to illustrate some flaws with our top-down, we know best, trust us, we're the smartest guys in the room, approach to problem solving. Because if you have uttered the phrases, you have to trust the experts, or according to the experts, we have to blah, 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 then this next episode was made just for you. Thank you again to all the new listeners for giving me an opportunity to be part of your day. I promise you this, you will at least learn one new thing from each episode. I include all of the links from the research I do in the description. Check them out, or better yet, do your own research. The goal is to be informed, not opinionated. And if you disagree with me, that is awesome. Let's talk it out. My email is always in the description, and I am always searching for the what don't I know about a subject. And I recommend to you that you do the same. It's not confrontational 
It's educational. Hashtag the more you know. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice Headed out to my big two-wheeler I was tired of my own voice Took a beat on the northern plains And just rolled that power on Twelve hours out of Mackinac City Stopped in a bar to have a brew Met a girl and we had a few drinks and I told her what I decided to do. She looked out the window a long, long moment and she looked into my eyes. She didn't have to say a thing. Just walked out. 